Hello Vision Nation, in this episode we'll cover the story of Peter Levels, the Dutch solo entrepreneur who's making waves in the tech scene. He's a self-taught coder who's built over 70 different products, with a few generating millions in revenue each year. Now having millions in revenue is super impressive, but the even crazier thing is that his margins are way up there. I'm talking about some websites in his portfolio having over 90% pre-tax margins. And the extra cool thing is that he's running this whole massive business pretty much by himself. He has a handful of contractors working for him, but Peter has automated everything so well that most of that cash flow is passive. Alright, let's dive right in. Welcome to Wall Street Vision, a show on true stories about people making millions. I'm your host, Vlad Dolgochev. So Peter Levels was born in the 1980s in the Netherlands. His mother was a lawyer and his father was a doctor. Now get this. Peter's dad always dreamed of working in the film industry as a filmmaker, but he didn't pursue that path because it's not the most secure career path to follow. And I think that having that sort of mental model of his dad not pursuing his true life calling made Peter think twice about conventional career paths. So as a teenager, Peter dabbled in programming and attempted to start his own web business. He wanted to build an analytics service for YouTube, and basically the idea was to provide useful metrics for YouTube content creators. Now this was before YouTube made their analytics as detailed as they are today, and Peter launched this product and worked on it for a whole year, and in the end, he failed to make any money from it. So that's when he changed his approach. He said, screw making these huge projects. Let's start small and make money fast only adding more features if the product is already proving to gain traction. When he was in his 20s and studying at Rotterdam School of Management, Peter started uploading electronic music mixes to YouTube under the channel named Panda Mix Show. I checked out his channel, it's still there. And by the time he graduated, he was earning enough money from YouTube advertising to support himself. So he wanted to build something more ambitious, and he wasn't really content with being tied to using YouTube as a platform. Let's explore that a little bit. When you're building your whole business on a platform, it puts tons of power in the hands of the company that owns the platform. So he wanted something more concrete where he could control his fate better. So what did this guy do? At age 27, he sold most of his possessions and booked a flight to Thailand. And he had trouble finding his footing a little bit. He was kind of going through an aimless period for a while, but it all changed when he did this 12 startups in 12 months challenge. His plan was to launch 12 different startup companies in only 12 months. And the whole idea and the goal behind that was to get him used to shipping products quickly. Too many people get all caught up in the analysis paralysis and their fear of failure stops them from creating stuff. By sticking to that hectic schedule, Peter committed himself to getting his product out the door. This is something that Seth Godin talks a lot about. The importance of having the courage to ship your product. It's like that old story where a photography class was split into two groups and each group was given a different task. One group was asked to take as many pictures as they could in a set amount of time, while the other group was asked to take just one perfect photo. The group that was tasked with taking as many pictures as they could ended up producing better images because they tried lots of different stuff and failed at some of it, but kept on getting better and better. And that's a really powerful mental model and philosophy to have. So Peter launched seven startups that were kind of mediocre, but on his eighth try, he hit the jackpot with Nomad List. And if you're not familiar with digital nomads, they're just people that work remotely and travel the world with their laptops. So this website that Peter made ranked countries based on stuff like cost of living, 
internet speed and weather. It was a niche product, but it was perfect for that community. And let me take a step back. Peter didn't go ahead and start building this project off the bat. He first started with a simple spreadsheet shared on Twitter. This spreadsheet had all the same info that he was going to put on the website. It had all of the information about the different places where remote workers could live. Now that spreadsheet went viral, and that's how Peter knew that there was lots of demand for this information, so he built a nice website around it. And despite having limited resources, Peter focused on speed and simplicity. He ended up launching Nomad List in under a month. And all the data that he used for the website was widely available out there. And in terms of the code, he would just Google stuff that he didn't know how to do. And one thing to note is that he never learned how to code in school. He wasn't an electrical engineer or anything like that. He went to school for business. So all of the information is readily available out there. And he personally believes that the best way to learn how to code is by actually building websites instead of taking courses. His whole perspective is that you can learn best by doing. And when you have skin in the game, you're that much more likely to see your projects come through to completion instead of just learning about some abstract stuff that you're never going to use. A little while later, Peter launched another website called Remote OK. Now, Remote OK is an online job board that specializes in jobs that are 100% remote. So he basically understood what remote workers or digital nomads needed, and he focused on that niche with some of these products that he was building. And he understood the market so well because he was a digital nomad and remote worker himself. And the thing that Peter did really well is that he automated most of the tasks on the websites to a point where the majority of the businesses would run on their own. And so he's built over 70 different projects like that. And today his portfolio of companies generates around $3 million a year. Nomadlist and Remote OK contribute the majority of that revenue. And the way he structured his business is he has a handful of contractors that help him with some customer service and IT stuff. But Peter doesn't have to micromanage them at all. He has specific tasks that the contractors manage for him. And that keeps his schedule free to create more new projects. So it's crazy that he's earning $3 million with really high margins. He's mentioned that Remote OK earns around 94% pre-tax margins, which means that most of that revenue that he's making, the $3 million, he's keeping the majority of that money himself. It's not being spent on business expenses. And now he's developed a handful of AI software websites that are already starting to make money as well. So he's exploring this new area with building products with artificial intelligence built into them. All right, so that's a great story, but let's discuss some of the tips for Peter's success. The first is that he's very good about launching products quickly to see if they work or not. The quicker you can get a minimum viable product and ship it, the better, because it allows you to see if there's demand for this type of thing. If a product doesn't receive user engagement, or if it doesn't generate revenue within the first few months, he moves on to the next idea. Now he's built over 70 different products, with only a few of them becoming known and successful. But those that did become successful generate millions in revenue each year. And he's mentioned that the majority of his products fail. So to have this sort of strategy, you gotta be okay with only succeeding in five to 10% of your projects. He's also been great at knowing where the trends are heading and building products around those areas. The great example in the past few months is all the AI tools that he's launched. These artificial intelligence trends are huge now, ever since ChatGPT came out, and there are lots of amazing productivity tools out there. And Peter has made some amazing ones already. Alright, Vision Nation, this wraps it up for this episode. Thank you, and I hope you have an amazing day.
And a quick announcement for the show, I'm playing around with some of the format for the episodes, so you might see some different lengths of episodes in the next little while. This one is on the shorter end, because I'm also going to create a YouTube video to go along with this episode. And if you're listening to the show on Spotify, you should be able to see the video there as well. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon as the basis for investment decisions. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. I may maintain positions in the securities discussed on this podcast. This show is copyrighted by the Wall Street Vision. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.